Hello! If you're listening to me, then you have downloaded one of the archival episodes of Pod on Pod. This is a show that doesn't really exist anymore. I am Joel Sharpton. I'm one of the hosts. Josh Shirley is my co-host. And for a couple of years, we reviewed podcasts under the title of Pod on Pod. We have since moved. And you can now find all of our reviews, subscribe to us, and get the latest stuff at alwayslisteningpod.com. Or follow us on Twitter, on Facebook, at alwayspod. Or join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash groups slash alwayslisteningpod. Now... Enjoy the review. There's only 24 hours in a day. I got a pair of earbuds and I wish there was a way that I could know just what I want to listen to. There's 150,000 shows that I'm not sitting through. Where the world is dark and boring, let us do your exploring. Welcome to Pod on Pod, a guide to the world of podcasts because it's not your daddy's radio. We're your hosts. I'm Josh. And I'm Joel. This week we're going to be talking about Tell Em Steve Dave. Woohoo! <laughs> That's right. Tell Em Steve Dave, a member of the Smodco Network. Not the Smodcast Network. Smodcast is a podcast. That's correct. Smodco is a network. And this show should get you popping. <laughs> Uh, this is, is, it's probably the number one show that you've requested, even above Harmontown. Yeah, because Harmontown's new. This one I've been listening to for years. As long as you've listened to podcasts. This yes. is one of the first ones you started, right? Yes. Yeah. Tell him, Steve, Dave, uh, at the center of this show are two of Kevin Smith, the uh, patriarch of the Smodco family, uh, two of his oldest buddies, Brian Johnson and Walter Flanagan. You may know them as Fanboy and Steve Dave from Mallrats. That's where I was first introduced to these guys. And more recently, from Comic Book Man on AMC. Uh, yeah, I forget. They're way more famous now because they're yeah. on television than that little indie film from the early 90s. Uh, yeah, you know them as the Comic Book Men. It's uh, Brian Johnson, Walter Flanagan, and then Brian Quinn is the other uh, mainstay of the show. Of Impractical Joker fame. Yeah, and actually, he's from another podcast we've reviewed before, uh, What Say You? Yeah. With uh, Brian and Quinn, uh, the other member of that podcast uh, so this one though started out of smodcast actually what happened was uh, the two hosts of smodcast kevin smith and scott moser take a break uh, occasionally had to take a break in particular scott was uh, off on i can't remember what he was doing at the time but he was doing some other work outside away from kevin and and their partnership and so kevin was like hey i'm going back east anyway why don't i set up a recording with my buddies uh walt and bry and and that turned into this show because there was such a reaction from the Smodcast audience looking for more. So, Josh, what is it that you love about this show so much? I love the the balance of personalities and the juxtaposition that creates. I love an old friendship explained, exploited, and... Um, you know, endeavored into every week. I like the fact that these guys have such a long-standing relationship. They've known each other, I mean, effectively all of their lives since they were teenagers. Yes, and they're now you know middle-aged men, forty-year-old men. Brian and Walt, at least. Uh, Quinn Q didn't come until later. Yeah, yeah. Q's a, the sort of the third wheel, but that's yeah. almost like your avenue into this relationship that's at the core of the show. Yes. Uh, because it really is, it's Walt and Bry that the show is built around. Walt is a hardworking businessman. He runs the comic book shop, of course, uh, as seen on Comic Book Men, Jay and Silent Bob's Secret Stash in Red Bank, New Jersey. 
and I, I probably should know the address by now. They say it often enough. Um, but also, uh, Brian is, well, perhaps the most curmudgeonly man in America. I will not disagree with that. <laughs> but the man has his reasons. Sure, well, sure he does. Well, first of all, as we know recently, or maybe you don't know uh, more recently, but it's been exposed. If you're a follower of the TV show, uh, then you probably have heard about um, Brian's uh, substance abuse issues. He dealt with painkillers for a long time yeah. uh, because of back issues. I mean, legitimately, it, it, it was his start, but then it became a substance abuse ish- issue. But he's dealt with depression. That. He does, suffers from depression. A lot of like family issues at the core of his problems, You know, yeah. father uh, uh, issues, mother issues. Lots of rough, troubled backstory for um, Brian. Now, Walt is almost exactly the opposite of that. Like, he is my Captain America. Yeah, I mean, he really is like the salt of the earth. Like when I think about like average blue collar Joe, <laughs> Walter Flanagan is exactly who I think about. That's right. Um, so, so you have pretty two extremes right there. And then you have Quinn that rides that middle pretty nicely. He's the average guy. He's what, you know, he's what most of us are. Well, the other thing that I think that he really brings to the table is something that you and I saw in our comedy podcast whenever we would have a guest. You and I hosted a show every week and we'd mostly just talk about whatever came into our heads, try to crack some jokes and, and make you blush with a, a little bit of salty language now and again. We'd bring in a guest though and left and right they were dropping bombs of humor because they weren't having to push the that's content. Right. They're just able to sit over the side and, and see an opening and then attack it. And that's what I think um, Brian does uh, most often. Quinn. Quinn. We'll call him Q. Call Q. Him. There Brian, you go. Yeah. We'll call Brian Quinn Quinn. We'll call Brian Johnson Bry, and we'll call Walter Flanagan Walt. There you go. Walt Bry Q. Done. Now you know who everybody is. Uh, in case you don't know who we are, uh, Josh and Joel here at Pod on Pod like to every week review a new podcast for you, trying to help you find your new favorite show. And the way we do that is by breaking the show down into four categories: audio quality, host likability. Um, production values, and then the content itself. First, let me tell you a little background on Tell Him Steve Dave. It's a weekly podcast. as we, uh, It's released on Fridays on the Smodco Network, as we said earlier. Uh, the hosts, uh, Brian Johnson, Walt Flanagan, Brian Quinn. They're occasionally joined by Ming Chin, who is, uh, also works on the uh, um comic book men show on occasion the group is joined by sunday jeff yep. who works the sunday shift at the comic book shop uh, jeff was also the host on another of the smodco shows puck nuts which is all about hockey uh and this show started in well let's see when did february it start? 2010 February 2010. So uh, they've been running for four years now and changed 214 episodes as of early September 2014. There's also 13 bonus uh, episodes which can be purchased on their Bandcamp page. Some of the bonus episodes include uh, Puck Nuts episode and uh, Christmas specials as well. Here's the cool thing about the bonus episodes. Okay. Is they're not always – like you can purchase them now, but like if you're listening as they happen – so, for example, um, if you watch Comic Man, they came out with uh, Cryptozoic Man, and they had a package deal. And if you got, uh, if you ordered that package deal, you got a special bonus pod. Um, so it's different things like that of how you get the pods if you're following along and listening. And if you don't, then you always have the opportunity to go and purchase them and listen to them. 
So that's a little background on the show. You can find the show at smodcast.com uh, and just uh, look for St- – tell him Steve Dave. It's uh, generally the third or the fourth show right there at the top because it is one of the more popular of the network shows. Uh, let's go ahead and start breaking the show down. Audio quality first. The, right off the top, compared to Smodcast, compared to even Hollywood Babylon, which is a live comedy show but it's recorded uh, you know, professionally every week, compared to – I'm trying to think about another – well, even what say you? Maybe it's just having too many hosts. Maybe it's the loosey-goosey nature of these three guys. I don't it know. It could be the fact that it's recorded in the back of a comic book store. Maybe that has something to do with it. Audio quality is not great on this show, and it varies a lot. Okay, episode first off, episode. I'm going to use it's, – it's not bad. It's not unlistenable. Uh, it's just not consistent. Sometimes I'll agree. it's great, sometimes it's not great, and it's hard to get good quality when you got Ming Chen sabotaging. <laughs> uh, it, does Ming actually like edit the episodes? Um, n- no, it's Brian does uh, the edit, and then it gets sent to Declan um, for any post production and polishing up. Huh. All right. Um, Did I say Brian Quinn or Brian Johnson? You said Brian Johnson. Okay, that's who it is. I think you said that. Oh, you meant Brian Johnson, and yes. I, th- I knew that. Because Brian has – now that I think about it, Brian has mentioned in some of the episodes that I listen to, hey, I'm spending all this time after the you know show editing and putting it together, blah, 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 blah. So that's audio quality. Well, let's go straight to host likability then. Of the three guys, who's your favorite? Walt, hands down, not even close. Yeah, we've already we've already both agreed and and, and showed our hands there. I, I called him the salt of the earth, and you called him Captain America. But I think it's clear more who people, we love. Oh, my God. Man, more if if more Americans were like Walt Flanagan, oh man, the things we would do. Uh, you know what? In- we would be amazing. We would be we would we would be the superpower that we have always wanted to be. In the description of this week's episode, I'm going to say Josh and Joel ponder a world in which more Americans are like Walt Flanagan. <laughs> yeah. Um no, I agree with you. Now, Brian Johnson I said he was the most curmudgeonly man in America. I've got a long relationship with Brian Johnson through Smodcast, through early episodes of this show. When it first started, I listened because I was a avid and religious Smodcast listener. I've listened to every episode of Smodcast that he's been on. I I love the movies, and I love these guys from the very beginning. The, the Tell Him Steve Dave scene in Mallrats is one of my favorite moments of all time in any movie. Like, the, the these two guys attacking, uh, it was Jason Lee's character, right. Brody, uh, about uh, the Stan Lee uh, appearance at the comic book shop later or whatever. If you've never seen Mallrats, you've got to go back and watch this movie. Or they're, they're also, they show up in Clerks the Animated yeah. Series as well. These two characters, I love them. Fanboy and Steve Dave are amazing, and they they I know those people in real life, and so that carried through into the podcast, et cetera, et cetera. I'm predisposed to like Brian Johnson. I do not like the way they contort this podcast every week, and I know some of it is done for show, some of it's just the nature of their relationship, but like it seemed like every episode I listened to started with about 20 minutes of them complaining to one another, like yelling and fussing at each other. There have been moments of that. I mean, it's not, it is by far, it is not every episode. Uh, but when you're friends with somebody so long, uh, that can be the nature of that relationship of, hey, you know, I've called you out. Now I'm going to call you out in front of everybody and try to hold you accountable. <laughs> kind of like you and I did right before we started recording this show. Mostly, but a lot, <laughs> but a, but a lot like, uh, a lot like, uh, Jay and Silent Bob get old 
for Jason Mewes. Yes. Call him out every week in front of everybody. Keep that guy sober. Yes. Well, and there in particular, uh, there's obviously good reason to do that. Um, the other uh, host, Brian Quinn, you and I already uh, like this guy. We've talked about him before on uh, What Say You. But here, I think he just fits in perfectly. Is that third wheel to kind of spice things up to every now and again, throw in the extra joke. And Q and Briar, much closer than Q and Walt. Uh, that makes sense. That Much makes sense. closer. Why is that? Like, does that did that just happen outside of the entertainment um, no, industry, think, or do they work it, together? A lot. No, I think a lot of it probably has to do with uh, Walt being uh, the family man, has kids, has a wife, doesn't like to fly, and uh, you know, Bry and Q, you know, being single, having the freedom to do what they want to do back in the day. One of the things I, I should say that really lightens up. Brian Johnson or his character is the fact that you occasionally get glimpses into his life with his niece. Yes. Uh, he has a special needs niece. Am I right? Yeah. Which is, which they is don't kind talk of, about it a lot, which is kind of, kind of some, some episodes they do. It's, it's heavy in some episodes, but he, I don't understand how a guy like Bry can have such love and adoration for Sage and and find the wonder and beauty that's her and still go through the the depressions and troubles and and battle the demons that that he seems like he's in constant battle within himself i i feel the same way about how can you how can you feel that love and wonderment of the universe through the person of your niece and not expand that out to your fellow human beings like hey everybody feels yeah. this way about their kids it turns out everybody feels this way about their loved ones too like maybe i should just be nicer in general to people <laughs> that never occurs to him no <laughs> yeah so it i don't know it's it's a, a a balancing act there of the three by far walter flanagan's the best guy uh, Brian Johnson might be dude, the dude. They're all look. They're all good guys. Yes. I don't mean to say they're not good guys, but but Brian Johnson might be the most interesting of the three. Walt Flanagan's the nicest. I agree. Okay, uh, now let's talk a little bit about production values. These guys have. First of all, I, I realized about the third time that I had heard uh, the theme song that they do exactly what we used to do with the theme song of our yeah, comedy yes, podcast. Yes. It's a little music and then a bit from the show. Yep. And a little music and a bit from the show. And it's not always from this episode, and it's not always the same bits. It, it's, it seems to be random funny things. No, I think it's always from that episode. Is it always from that yeah, episode? Pretty, okay, sh- well, pretty I, I, sure. Maybe I was wrong on that. Um, but the, the point is, as much as I like that idea, I dislike their music that much. It's metal. It's heavy yeah, it's metal, metal music. Yeah. I think that's the main reason I don't yeah. like it. I just don't care for that style. But it is, it's a little overpowering and it is really dissonant with the humor. Like, joke. Joke. Dude, sometimes it's not always like, it's not a, it's not a comedy podcast. It's not. I know, I know. Okay. So but, you can't hold it to that standard. Well, but the, the theme song and that bit would imply it's going to be not a laugh riot, maybe, but largely about the yucks. And it's, Almost not about the yucks. Like at it's all. won a, it's won awards, but I don't think it's ever won awards for a po- a, a comedy podcast. It's won like arts and entertainment and pop culture, but I don't think it's won an award for comedy. They did actually. Uh, I'm looking at the citation right here. They won a uh, they've won two podcast awards in 2010. Uh, one for People's Choice and the other for Best Comedy. The show was named 2010 Audio Podcast by iTunes. Winners of the 2012 Stitcher Award for Best Entertainment and Pop Culture Podcast. There you go. Um, 
Production values other than the theme song, though, it's mostly in and out. Here's the problem, though. Here, here, that's not always like – That's not true? Well, you tell me. What's Well, you like? have different bits and so for uh, – I don't like overproduced shows. That's very – we know that for a fact. Don't like it. But what, I, what does kind of tickle me is when like Walt calls for a production and they have to call Declan out by name and I'm sure they tag it. Right. But like for uh, – so for the, the Baron Von Flanagan section – Yes. He always has to call out, all right, Declan, uh, lightning bolt or thunderclap. Like he's happened to direct a guy living over in England. He's, uh, Declan lived for a while in Ireland, but now lives in England because of a lady. Uh, but having to call, having to direct that, uh, that production, uh, doesn't take me out of a podcast like it normally does. So, it, but if Declan deleted the direction, yeah, I wouldn't like it so much. Really? Yeah. Okay. See, my example of that was in I, the three episodes that I listened to, by the way, which I, I did not mention. Every week here on Pod on Pod, we like to listen to at least three episodes of a podcast. We feel like it takes that many at least for you to get a sense of what the show is like and how you might fit in with its um, general sensibilities. Yeah, exactly. And and whether or not you can get some of the in jokes, it really takes a couple of shows to get that now you didn't listen to just three you've listened to this every week pretty much yeah i listened to episode 12 which is called making hay i listened to episode 115 horny in the pants and episode 157 let the games begin in episode 157 in particular um there's a lot of production because they play games it's pod wars there's three different groups or four different groups that are playing all of these different games they start with the family feud game yeah they ask the question you know and they've got topics on the board you get to choose one you know hey and it was it this and if the guy says no that's not on the board and literally Walt would go eh, and then there would be the X sound <laughs> yes. from Family Feud after he went eh. yeah. or he would go ding and then there would be a bell and you would get the points it was ridiculous that they would do both and I didn't even realize that he was calling out a secondary production guy my my question is though why would they not want, why would someone if if Brian is editing it and then a second guy is doing post production why wouldn't either one of them take out the production or the direction of the production that that blows my mind because I think it adds flavor I guess so and there's people like you that like it and you like the show more than I do so maybe they know their audience <laughs> probably all right other than that production values in general pretty um, straightforward the 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 thing the other thing that stood out to me and of course this was such an old episode I didn't really want to give them too much uh, grief for it but in episode 12 they do live recordings from a flea market which they had never done before I'm, there are many episodes named Megan Hay. Megan Hay Part 2, Megan Hay Part 3, Megan Hay Part 4, I think at least. Are all of those flea market episodes? No, they're not all the same. Okay, all right. The first one, though, it, it's one of uh, Walter's favorite uh, flea markets from his youth. He'd gone there effectively yeah, his whole think, life. Think about it if you've watched Mall Rats. It's yes. the dirt mall. It is the dirt mall. That is precisely what the dirt mall is. And so he goes, a little handheld recorder in hand, and they, they have good, several interviews. Quality. Oh, it's terrible quality. And in the, fact. Interviews, the interviews aren't great. It's the commentary before, after, and during. Yes. They, they would play a couple of seconds of the interview and then stop and discuss it and play a few seconds more and stop and discuss because it. Because they call each other out. It's like, why would you – why would you constantly be asking that question? Well, and one of my favorite moments comes from this, and we'll get to that in just a second. But so that's your production values. That's audio quality, host likability, production values, and now we're finally going to get to the content itself. 
the show is rangy is the only way that I can describe it. You have an episode, as I just said, with Megan Hay where they go and do interviews with a, with a flea market and, and that's mostly what you the discussion is about. You have a certain set of set segments that don't always show up in every episode much like um, our other podcast. Right. Um, a rotating set of yeah, regular they've got, segments. They've got uh, Baron uh, Von Flanagan where he gives you like – these crazy statistics or crazy facts. Um, you've got uh, uh, man. It, it used to be called "You Hit Learn Ever Something New Every Day," which is their fascination that Hitler, being long dead and long gone, is still making news—not like history news, but things still pop up around this guy that is ridiculous. Um, you've got. Um, fat news. Th- there's other ones that um, you got pusshole of the week. <laughs> so there's a lot of other segments that don't always make it. Sometimes they make it. Sometimes they all make it. Sometimes none of them make it. So it's a loosey goosey show. Yeah, very much. Yeah, and the whole tenor of the show can be changed no matter what their plans were. If one of them comes in hot about something, yes, and. That's kind of fine. I think that's what you expect with most podcasts. And, you know, for most podcasts, it works out pretty well. Uh, we'll see how this one works out in just a minute. So that's the way that we break down the show. We talk about those four uh, qualities of the show. Once we do that, sometimes we'll try to find maybe our favorite moment. And mine comes from that episode number 12. Did we talk about all four? Yeah. Hmm. Mine comes from that episode number 12, Making Hay. They're at the flea market. They're talking to several different vendors. And every single time, one of the first questions that Walter asks is, how much money do you make? And, of course, nobody wants to answer it. Yes, they never want to answer any of his questions. Uh, But more than that, every single one of the interviews says some reference to, we're here Thursday, Friday, and Saturday. Those are the days that the flea market is open. Brian is listening because he's the one asking the question. Yes. And yet even the third and fourth interviewer, he asks, how many days are you here? And they go, yeah, we're open Thursday, Friday, Saturday. And he's still, he's five interviews in. He still can't remember that the place is only every time Brian calls, uh, Walter calls him out on it. And he says, Walt, uh, Brian, they're open three days a week. We've told you that already. Stop, stop asking about it. But that wasn't even my favorite part of the, the whole interview. My favorite part of the interview comes when they're talking to the magazine guy. There was a fire at one point several yes. decades ago, and this guy had been here for years and years. He had to abandon his business because of the fire while they rebuilt the place. He moved to a different flea market, and he's regaling this story. He says, yeah, I was down at this flea market over on I-5, and very quickly, Walt jumps in and says, no, sir, it was I-9. Corrects the guy yes. on the location of the flea market where this man worked for a year and a half out of his job, sir. It blew my mind. And was but right. Yes, absolutely right. That's all you need to know about Walt Flanagan. That man knows his flea markets. I love the anger that sometimes happens or the disappointment that happens between the three, especially whenever uh, Bry isn't um, isn't carrying the loader or when um, an outside project isn't getting done like it's supposed to happen. And the honesty and no fear they have at confronting each other over it for thousands of people to hear. Uh, what about alternate names for the show? Walt and the boys. A curmudgeon and his old buddy. How about Walt Flanagan's Guide to Modern Life? 
No, because it's not modern at all. No, that's what I'm saying. His guide to modern life is largely how to avoid it and to come by. Yeah, books man, from he's his my shop. kind of guy. Like he does, he's not into technology. I'm not into technology. Uh, no, Walt is Walt is definitely an old school guy. He's got an old school mentality. Uh, he's also a hustler, though. That, he's oh, an a, entrepreneur through and through. He's a busker, sir. <laughs> he's going to be working it. I, I also, this is what I also like because it's something I didn't know uh, from watching Impractical Jokers. Okay. That Q used to be a fireman. Uh, yes. No, he I, used to run into burning buildings and save people. Hearing Q... Talk like Q talks. You couldn't imagine that he would put his life on the line for somebody else, could you? No, not that. But seeing Q how Q currently looks. Oh, <laughs> I can't believe that. I'm I don't not know. in great. I'm not in great shape at all. I, in fact, I'm probably not in better shape than Q, but I ain't far from it. <laughs> I I've seen some firemen, sir. I don't think he would look that out, that out of place at the local firehouse. Mm, I don't know, man. <laughs> Uh, all right, let's let's wrap oh, you this. You want to know what my favorite here? I, yes. I do have a favorite part. Okay. Uh, at one point recently in the last, I would say, 10 to 15 episodes, probably within the last 10, uh, there was a Walt Flanagan and Sunday Jeff episode. They go out to eat uh, maybe the day before or at – no, I'm pretty sure it's the day before, and they kind of hash out how they want to run the show. Walt asks Sunday Jeff to do one simple thing. Because Sunday Jeff is a huge toy collector. Guy got a problem, right? And he simply wanted Sunday Jeff to either say something old that people can buy that's going to increase in value or something that's going to come out new that people can buy that's going to increase in value. And oh my gosh, the next 20 minutes of just trying to pull that out of Sunday Jeff is ridiculous. Once we break down the show for you and explain a little bit about it, tell you how we felt about all the different uh, parts of that podcast, then we try to wrap it up with a rating. Now, we could give a, a show uh, four or five stars like a lot of uh, different reviewers do. Uh, we could give a show thumbs up or thumbs down like Roger and uh, Ebert. No, Roger Ebert and Gene Siskel. There you go. Siskel and Ebert. Or we could do what we do here on Pod on Pod and give it earbuds in. That's how we rate our show. One or two earbuds. Are you listening fully? Are you half listening? Are you, Are you not, not listening, listening at, at all? all? Exactly. So uh, I'm going to go first. Tell him, Steve, Dave, to me. It, look, as we discussed it here, I realized I liked the show more than I'm, I thought I was coming into this review. I thought I was coming to kind of sacrifice it a little bit. Turns out there's a lot about the show that I enjoyed. It's not going to be one that I listen to every week. I'm, I can't imagine that I'm going to maintain my subscription as I've got it in my podcast app right now. It is a show, though, that certain people I might be willing to suggest to. So I can't give it like a .5. I can't give it a zero. I'm going to say it's a one earbud show for me. That's the best I can do. Um. It is one of the handful of podcasts that I listen to religiously. I don't miss an episode of it. Whatever it is that attracted me to has hooked me in. Um, I'm in a fly trap of TESD and I can't get out. Uh, so for me, it's it's two star. It's two earbuds, man. All right, there's the ratings from Pod on Pod for Tell em, Steve, Dave. Don't forget you can find more about the show and you can download the show itself at smodcast.com. Just look for Tell em, Steve, Dave. 
when you want to look for us, you can find us at podonpod.com. And by the way, there's a brand new revision to the website coming. You're going to get even more info about us and even easier access to all of our old reviews. Check that out at podonpod.com. And don't forget to comment on your favorite episodes, uh, whether you liked our review, disagreed with our review, whether you found your new favorite podcast. We'd love to hear all of that stuff and more. You can find us on Twitter, Facebook, uh, pretty much all those places, Pod on Pod. Just search for that. And don't forget to rate us and review us in iTunes and Stitcher. Josh, you got anything to add? Nope. All right. Well, until next week, I'm Joel. And I'm Josh. Tell them, Joel and Josh. Are you wanting something funny? Are you wanting something smart? show on astral projection or the history of art. Do you want to learn a language or how to play guitar? Just leave it up to Joel and Josh. Pod on Pod. on Two guys and a rogue. I'm one guy. I'm the other. And this is The Network.